The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking to John Hutchison. In 2015, John lost everything and then email saved his life. And now he does over seven figures with his clients, for his clients, with email marketing only. And of course, because he's a handsome and lovely chap, he's also a member of our membership, the League of Email Marketing Heroes. We're going to be talking about a really cool campaign that will allow you to kind of run a discount without running a discount. And it actually makes even more sales than running a discount. So this is going to be awesome. Now, when this episode comes to an end, we don't want you to feel like you're sat there alone trying to figure out how to apply this stuff to you and your business. And that's why we created the Email Marketing Show community. It's a free Facebook group where you can come and hang out, share what you're working on, get stuck into our training, our resources, and have a good chinwag with all of the other members asking questions and solving your problems. So just go to Facebook and search for The Email Marketing Show Community. You can go ahead and join. Or if you've got a web browser handy, just type in robandkennedy.group and it will forward you by magic and the internet over to the group. Lovely. Recently, he discovered that riding a bike is not like learning to ride a bike. It's hypnotist Robert Temple. And he has a scar on his right knee from falling onto a gravel driveway as a kid. It's the mind reader, Kennedy. So have you been on your bike again, Robert, have you? It was a few months ago uh, and before the snow came and I decided that I was going to get a bike, so I bought a bike and then went out bike riding. Turns out, like they say, you know, when when something's going to be easy to do years later, they say it's like learning to ride a bike, honestly. I just couldn't get me balance. I think it's all confidence. Couldn't get me balance. Did you not have have the balance of the basket on the front that you used to? Is that what it is? (laughs) Even the stabilizers weren't holding. <laughs> marketing show. The email marketing show. Oh, the mental image. Hello, yes, we are here every single week giving course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything that you need to be the email marketing hero of your own business using psychology-driven email marketing. This week's episode is sponsored by ResponseSuite.com, the survey, quiz, and application form tool that we created to integrate directly with your marketing systems to segment your audience, find out more about people, and make you more sales. Take a 14-day trial for just $1 by going to ResponseSuite.com. So, Rob, we're joined, obviously, by John Hutchison, and one of these three statements is true about John. The other two, absolute bullshit. So... Did so. Actually, what we've done is we've spiced it up a little bit because actually, um, John's uh, wife and business partner is called Gail, right? Lovely, lovely Gail, as we like to call around these parts, right? Um, I want you to guess what is Gail's party trick, right? Is Gail's party trick to drink bright blue cocktails and then touch her nose with her tongue? Is it to stand on a table and belly dance, or is it to order her drinks in a Mickey Mouse voice? This is a good one. This is a good one. I don't think she's. I don't think she's stand on a table and belly dance in some sort of public environment. So I think it's. I can either be the first one or the third one. Mickey Mouse voice. That could be reminiscent of something you and I have been working on recently. So that could be where you've made that backed up from. I'm going to say that that Gail likes to drink bright blue cocktails and touch her nose with her tongue. John, what's true? 
Yes, you got it right. I can't believe it. Trick. Her party trick, but it looks like she has a lizard tongue. It's pretty weird, but yeah, it's it's awesome, especially when she's got bright blue tongue. <laughs> it's really, really bright blue. Hello, can you, I can just imagine her going to the bar and saying, "Can I have a cocktail menu, please?" Hello, which one's blue? Like, not what's got vodka in it. Like, which one's blue? And that that's kind of the only proviso she's got for her cocktails. We were talking about obviously a lot of marketers, especially when we're selling our courses or we're selling e-commerce, whatever we're doing. It's really easy. For for us to drop into that place of just doing discounts all the time. Oh, it's usually $10,000, but today it's $27. You know, we all fall into that trap, but you've kind of got a different way of sort of teeing up and framing these discounts, haven't you? Yes, yes, we we have a special sequence we like to use, and it uses a store card, like a store credit card. So people see that in a very different way than just giving a plain old discount, like a 20, 20% off discount. You know, everyone's giving discounts. But yeah, it's it's unique in its own way, um, and that the, the results are uh, so much better, so much better. Okay. Let's dig into this then. So we're going to have, uh, well, there's two ways to do this, I guess, which we'll get into in a minute. You could either have like a physical plastic card created, like your Tesco's club card we've got here in the UK, uh, or you could have, uh, you know, you can do this as a digital thing. We'll get into the, the practicalities of all of that in a, in a little while. But first of all, what I want to know is who are you sending this to? So you've got your subscriber list and whatever. Who, who's actually qualifying to get one of these special cards? Yeah, for sure. So one of the best things you do is obviously you're with your list is segmentation and segment it based on value, you know. So you may have a segment of your most recent high value purchasers. That's one way. So we, we might look at that as like a VIP segment, you know, someone who's been mostly engaged and purchased a lot recently and who have spent uh, done a lot of patronage with you. And that's kind of the segment you would send this to because they love to spend. Okay, so is there a counter argument? I'm just thinking out loud. If if the section of your list who who spend the most, why would you give them a discount? Because we know they like to spend money compared to the people who don't who haven't yet spent money. Often we'll use a discount as a way of sort of getting them over the threshold to spend money for the first time. Have you ever done it? Have you ever done this um, this this new frame, this store card discount method to get people to spend for the first time? No, no, we haven't. We've tried and tested it before, but it's those that spend the most spend even more. So it's all in their spending habits, you know, and how they like to see and view their own habits. And it seems to work way better. The more people spend, the more they utilize this and the cart value uh, goes way, way up. So it, it. it works in that way. So so this thing kind of works the opposite way to a normal discount. We were just talking before we hit record on this week's episode. And one of the things we all do, well, often do is we'll reach out and go, hey, I've got this thing. And if you buy it today, it's 20% off. How, how does this actually, that has one type of psychology, which is I can buy that thing and save some money. What you're talking about doing here, which is what got Rob and I so excited about having you on the show is Actually, you're putting money in their hand and making them look at it and go, do you want to spend that? Exactly, exactly. And that's why it works so well, why people actually spend more money. Because the minute you give them some cash, they're automatically thinking, I can now afford to spend more. 
And that's what's happening, you know, with this psychology aspect of it is they come to this door, you know, look at what you've got. And they immediately think, well, I'm getting 20 bucks off that. But now I can afford to spend more because I've got 20 bucks to spend. It's funny how it looks, you know, if you to do it compared, and we've split tested this, a, a 20 a 20% off or $20 off kind of discount looking to actually give them, hey, you've got $20 on this store card, i.e. cash. They actually spend up to 40% more than if it was a, a normal, you know, discount coupon. That's the difference between them. What's really nice here is that it sort of creates this thing that it's almost a waste not to use it. So I've got this thing through the post and it feels like it's a waste. If, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to be taking my money, right, which is on this little plastic card or on this digital card. I'm going to be taking my money. All right, that John's given to me, but it's my money and I'm going to be flushing it down the toilet if I don't use it. And sure, of course, you've got some, you know, you've, you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to put something to it on. I'm going to have to add some money to that in order to buy a thing. But that's really powerful. And I think what this thing that's does... That's the way you look at it. That's, that's it. And, and I think what's really interesting about it is this gets people to do the one thing that discounts don't get people to do, which is to go and take a look. Because if you've got a discount, unless you're thinking about buying the thing, you won't even go and take a look at the website. Whereas if you've been told, here's $20, $20, pounds, $100, pounds, what, it does, the amount's kind of immaterial, as long as it's lower than the product cost, you will go, hmm, I wonder if there is something on that website that I want to get for my 20 quid. And so you'll start going with a high level of psychological buyer intent. Because you don't go somewhere with 20 quid in your hand, which you can only spend at that shop, with no buyer intent. You are there and you're going, what can I blow this on? And the proof that this works, John, is how many of us have had that letter through the mail from Google that says, here's $50 of Google AdWords ad spend. And you go, I was never thinking about doing Google AdWords, but now I've got 50 quid, I might give it a whirl. Right, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. The loss factor is so different. I mean, losing a discount, big deal. Losing cash, well, big difference. Big difference. Okay, let's take a look at the practicalities of this then, Rob, shall we? Yeah, so the first thing you're obviously going to need is either to decide, right, I'm going to do this on one of these plastic cards, and they're now quite easy and cheap to, to either produce yourself or even just to go to a printer and have them printed, so we can talk about that. Or you could do a digital version. And I do think, even if you're a even if you're a digital product business, I do think there is something to be said for sending out a physical card. If you've got, Kennedy and I both joined an online membership program, like, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, and we got a little book through the post with a card in it, and it fit like a membership card, uh, like a gym membership card, and it feels like you're connected in some way if you've got that little card. So I think that's quite powerful. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't shrug off the idea of spending the money to get a, a, a plastic card made. Um, so you're going to get the card made and then you're going to send it out. How do you prefer, do you preface that with an email and tell them it's on its way or do you just send it through the post? What's the, where does the email bit fit in? Yeah, so you basically tell them that. So, hey, we've got a surprise coming in the post snail mail to you just want to let you know ahead of time to look out for it and you basically detail the actual details of the 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 real you know um incentive it's simply that and then they're obviously eager and looking out for the postman arriving one of the things i think is really interesting here is we've talked for a while uh, and back on our on our previous podcast uh, three marketers we talked about this idea of doing a request a letter campaign i actually think you could get people if you're in a digital product business a lot of the time you may well not have your customers physical addresses 
uh, you could reach out to them and say, look, I've got this thing I'd love to send you. You don't have to tell them what it is. I've got this cool thing I'd love to send, uh, send you. Pop over here and just give me your address and I'll stick it in the post to you. They come over, they put their name and email address in. Next thing they know, they get one of these cool little gift cards through the post. That was my credit card. I shouldn't pay around. Um, but they get their, they get this cool little thing through the post. That's a really nice way, I think, for us as, as us as digital product creators, and we don't usually collect our customers' addresses, to be able to get that address. And they're coming in with even higher intent because they're literally raising their hand and saying, I want this thing. Yes, we kind of use it in two ways. One, if someone's purchased, it's an amazing gift to give them when they're doing their own unboxing. So they get it then and that's, you know, it's free money. They want to spend it, right? Um, And the other way is in a a campaign sequence uh, and that works really well, which is moving on to like, you know, when you go to use a digital form of the actual same thing. Okay, so let's just get this in sort of in black and white for my simple little brain. So what we've got is we've got an email going out in the most simple form. If we weren't going to bother printing the card, we could basically have, like, tell us what the digital version of this would be. So I'm just Kennedy, the subscriber to your list. You decide that you're going to whack out one of these digital gift cards or digital credit style. I want to call them gift cards rather than a credit card because I think that's a different connotation. But a, a, a digital gift card to me with which is charged up with $20. What does that initial email look like to me so I can really see what that's going to look like? Yeah, so from a visual point of view, it looks actually like the real store card. You know, it has the value on it. It has your branding on it. You can even put their name on it, okay? Obviously, down the bottom, you're going to say this is a virtual card. That's obviously what we do. But the the value aspect of it, they see it. It looks like a real photo of a card with their name on it. And that's what really does, you know, get them to. And one of the best subject lines is, hey, we've got a $20 store card open up. That's one of the best subject lines for it too. Great. That's really, really great. Okay, so we get like a nice image made, whether it's on outsourced or you can find a template or whatever, of a nice card that's it. It's got the value on. You can use like a cool tool. We, we really like a tool called Nifty Images. If anybody knows that one, it basically means you can merge people's name or whatever onto an image, which is gorgeous. And then basically, you're giving them like a voucher number, aren't you? This is basically a way of doing a voucher code, but framing it as a credit. Correct. Correct. So it's like a dynamic code. They can only take advantage of it, you know, and on the email and on the card, it's obviously specific to them. So that's why it looks so valuable, really. But yeah, the technology is so easy, like you say, to put their credentials on there and then a real looking photo of an actual store looking credit card gorgeous it's gorgeous okay so then let's talk about because you can actually add something on top of this which is some kind of urgency can't you you can say this credit expires in order to like push it even harder what kind of expiry window do you find works well john well we tend to like do maybe a, a three to seven day sequence so then we're basically saying look it's going to expire. This cash is going to expire within the next seven days. And with each, you know, additional email in the sequence, it's counting down. You know, you're kind of reducing the numbers of it as they go. So, you know, scarcity works. And what we find, people take advantage first email, and then there's a bit of a lapse, and then they come back right at the end and they grab it before it's gone. Yeah. That makes so much sense. So let's talk through these emails and the kind of angles that you take across the course of this campaign. 
Sure. So the first email is really, you know, why are we sending it to them? You know, there has to be a reason. So that really is the why. Why are we sending it? It is because, and generally it's because of their recent patronage. Any any kind of um, action that you want to then, you know, kind of share in that email about what they've done recently is why they're getting this reward, Okay, so it could be based on previous purchase history, could be based on the how much they spent over, you know, like a VIP, they spent so much money. It could be that they've recently downloaded something. It could be any action, really. You've just got to come up with a reason why and the because, right? You know, and you guys obviously have shared this before, that if you say because, then obviously it's more believable, right? Of why they're receiving this. But generally, you come up with that. It could be um, because you recently shared an awesome review, you know, for us on Instagram. It could be, you know, um, that you are one of the lucky hundred few who are receiving this today. So you just come up with a reason that obviously has to be like a kind of real reason, obviously. But we like to normally do it based on their recent actions, whether it be a purchase or they're doing something that has benefited the company and then you're rewarding them. I like that. It could be like, you, you know, you're a, you've, you've, you've made your first purchase with us and we want to thank you for becoming a customer. That's okay, as long as there is a because. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So there's many and multiple angles that you can use. They just have to be something that they're aware of that they've recently done because then it obviously makes sense. Mm-mm, that recency piece is great. Okay, so the first email is basically going, hey, you've done this thing. We want to say thank you. Here's here's some credit for that's going to last seven days. Um, here's the number. How Here's how we use it. Then wh- how do you like how do you like sort of build the message over seven days now then what's the next pieces of the email sequence so once you get past the why and the because the next one is look at what you could buy so here are the things that you can then take the value of this off so again if they've been um, kind of shopping with you recently or they've been looking at a particular product and have shown some level of interest then you can make it more relevant to them Again, you know, if you're using segmentation software, now it's easy to know based on their, you know, frequency that they've been, you know, on touch points, that it will go out based on that. And then you can personalize the email. So the next thing is show them what they can take advantage of with this new money. Mm-hmm. And essentially the, the second one in the sequence. Mm-hmm. And of course, this is one of these things where this could be not just the second email, but that could be the second phase. So one of the things we often do is take something where somebody says, this is a three email campaign, this is email one, two, and three. And if we want to turn that into, like you said, a seven day campaign, you might do one email on phase one, two emails on phase three, and then a few emails, whatever's left. I can't do the math that fast on phase four, uh, three. So that's cool. I really like that. Uh, And now we move on to the next one. Next one is you then show them other people taking advantage of using it so so you've gone from the why you've gone from you know this is the value now of it for you and then you show others i.e social proof of people taking advantage of it yeah and that's when you know and it's a bit like you know they see other people social proof buying it using it well guess what 
That means, actually, yeah, I'd better go and use it. I love that. I love that. Okay, so we've got this idea of um, of other people going to do it. I'm not the only one. That idea, that concept of everybody wants to go second. You know, Rob always checks that the new thing I'm buying is good before he goes and buys it. It's a classic True. ruse, but it's literally every day. What, how, what do we do next then? The next one is, well, look, it's now scarcity. It's like you don't want to lose out. So the first one is, you know, you really only have a few days left to take advantage of this, you know, and when it's gone, it's gone. You know, you have, and we say accrued cash, okay, accrued cash on their store card, take advantage of it before it slips away. And that's the first kind of take on the scarcity. I love it. I love it. And then from there? From there, you tell them a story. So the story of one or more people, what have they've actually bought and the end result. So I, you're now looking and showing them an end result of someone who's like, hey, I used my store card, I bought this, look at it. Here's what I got, here's, a, you know, and the usage of said products now. So now you're showing them actually they bought it, they've got it, it showed up and you're showing them the product. So my money is now turned into this product and this is what I am now getting from said product. Yes. So it could be if your dog and you bought some dog toys, they're playing with the dog, you know, and they're playing with the actual toy. It sort of creates, you know, when you're a kid and like, you know, your Uncle Barry gives you a gift card for Argos and then your parents say, now make sure you're telling what you put that towards and you have to ring him up and say, oh, Uncle Barry, thanks so much. I bought a new skateboard. It basically creates that mentality for the other subscribers. This is Jeff and Jeff got the gift card and this is what he bought with it. What are you going to spend yours on? It's cool. I I like that a lot. I love that. I love that. Exactly. Exactly. So now we're painting that that picture, which is powerful because people are seeing this sort of transformative, transformational image in their mind of this is what this is the benefit people are getting from this how they're using it and is there one final phase now or is there still a bit to go yeah so generally there's two more emails and they're both really one on the last day and then later the same day and they really are about look this is your last opportunity and you're kind of like now someone's holding the card yeah in in the image and like you know it's going to disappear Right, so that's the first one. And then the second one is, look, you've really only got six hours or three hours left and it's gone. Your cash is gone, poof, up in smoke. So make sure you, and those two emails is where we see the biggest response. So generally it's in the first day, maybe second. Then we get a little bit of a lapse. But then on the last day, day and a half, it goes, you know, it goes way up. Mm. I love it. I think so it's cool. fabulous. This is absolutely great. Wow. This was, I mean, I'm just, I'm just typing a message to Rob that I go, we need to, we need to implement this. This is flipping brilliant. That's what I've just been saying. We need to have a meeting about this. Uh, so we'll put a peg in our, in our calendar and do that. That's absolutely awesome, John. Let's get into this week's subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Come on then. What have you got for us? The best subject line that I have come up with is currently getting me an 84% open rate and 11% reply rate is coming in ice cold and hoping to help. Wow. Cool. And you're using this with outreach, right? To reach out and get new clients. Yes. And it works like 
gangbusters. Why do we think it works? Is it because it's just being really honest and going, I know this is totally cold and I'm actually <laughs> exactly. trying to help? Is it just the honesty of it? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that, you know? No one else is kind of doing it. Well, you know, maybe after this podcast, well, they weren't. Different, but <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome no, subject it, line it, of the week. Being subject. honest, I think is why it's working. That's absolutely great. Absolutely great. Love it. Lovely. So, this has been awesome, man. For people who want to find out more about you and everything that you're doing and probably go and get one of your gift cards, <laughs> tell us, where do we go? How do we find you? You can find us at whyemailworks.com. Absolutely love it. And of course, you want to talk about what's happening in this episode, how you might implement, or the questions you've got about implementing this strategy in your business, because I really believe this can work whether you're selling physical products, digital products, expertise, e-commerce. It really doesn't matter what you're selling. You can apply this. And if you'd like to help, like some help unlocking how this works in your business, come and join us in our free Facebook group. Just go and search Facebook for The Email Marketing Show Community, or go to your favorite browser and look for Rob and Kennedy.group, which will forward you straight over. John, thanks for being on the show. We'll see everybody again next week. Thank you. The email.